Welcome back to the Below 500 Podcast. I'm Hunter. And I'm Wiz. Gooch is not able to be here this week. He is currently on his honeymoon, but here is a short word from him. What's up, everybody? As I previously mentioned, I will not be around this week because I am on my honeymoon in Hawaii, as you can tell. So I will not be on this week's episode. However, I have full faith in Wiz and Hunter to do a great job without me. And I can't wait to see you guys next week. All right, let's head into the NFL news. It's been a slow week, but we got a couple little topics to talk about. First, we can talk about Aaron Rodgers, long going, once out, just still once out. He wants out as long as Brian Gutekunst is the GM, does not like his culture, doesn't like how last year drafted Jordan Love with a first round pick. But GM came out today or the other day, said he's still holding firm to the stance. He will not trade him. Looking forward to him being the 2021 quarterback. When do so, you think this is going to finally end? So one thing I found real weird is that Rodgers was on some sort of show, and he said that um, – he said his real issue is that it's not the actual people he's playing with. Like, he thinks the team is good. But his mm-hmm. issue is that they don't listen to his – his preferences on like what kind of players he works best with on offense, things like that. He said he wasn't even that mad at Jordan Love being drafted. Like it's mostly just the fact that they don't listen to him. So it's more of like a respect issue, which I kind of get. And if you think the respect's gone there, like I don't see that getting better and I can see him being gone pretty soon. Yeah. He's, it's a, it's a ownership, not really ownership, but it's a front office issue. It's just like a culture issue, like you were saying. It's yeah. Just, he just wants to be respected and heard. He feels like he's being disrespected yeah. because he's not getting his wishes. And he's just, he's still hell bent on not returning unless Gutekind is fired. He, he's in Hawaii with Gooch right now. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. But I mean, uh, like, I've seen some things say, like, he looks. People are saying he looks like the happiest they've ever seen him in Hawaii right now in those pictures that are leaking and stuff. Yeah, probably so like, he knows he's not returning to New but, or to Green Bay. But they're like, I could see him just flat out retiring. Like he looks happy enough to where like he could just retire and be done if Green Bay doesn't trade him. So I think he's gonna get traded because he just doesn't give a shit that much to be in yeah, there with I mean, Green Bay. He already has a job. He's a he's the Jeopardy host. So. I know. That's cool. It's not like um, along with advertisements and sponsors, he's not losing any money if he retires. No, he no, don't it, care. It, he's just like you're gonna listen to me or not. Like he has the say so in this. Oh yeah, because it's like if he really doesn't want to be there, and they don't want to trade him, it's like okay, well then I just retire and I'll get nothing. So I exactly he's gone in my yeah. Opinion. I don't I don't see him coming back. Do you, do you think it's Broncos or nothing, or do you think there's <laughs> other teams out there? I feel like Raiders will always be in a discussion for that, just mainly because John Gruden's love for veteran quarterbacks. Raiders in discussion for every trade. They really yeah. are. The, it's like it's John Gruden. I can't think of the GM's name. That was also an analyst. I God, I can't think of it. Uh, the you're talking about the GM? Yes, I can't think. Uh, of it. I know exactly what you're talking about. They were like Mike Mayock. Mike Mayock, yeah, they they yeah. were both did stuff together. Before yeah, I just feel like they're gonna they're people that show they're gonna get what they want, and if they truly want somebody like Rogers or oh, yeah. or, Julio, they'll or, go out and get them or getting rid of Khalil Mack and stuff like that. They they do what <sighs> yeah, they was, want. Yeah, and then reaching the first round of the draft. Yeah, that 
that team is very much like they're going to do what they want. If they want it, they're going to offer what they need. Yeah, it's kind of about okay, kind of like a weird side rant. Mike Mayock, the GM, he's been like a draft analysis forever. Tons of mock drafts. Why is he constantly reaching in the first round? Is it because he's a draft analyst? He's like, ah, these are hidden gems. So my thing is like, if it's really a hidden gem, couldn't you wait on it or like exactly. maybe maybe trade up like late in the early second, late first, and like get two quality picks there? Like not reach on someone yeah, exactly. and then like that. But maybe that's overthinking. Maybe you just take the guy you want and like the guy you feel comfortable with. It's it's a weird thing to think. That's about. a way to piss off a fan base. I know last year Houston's first round pick they picked Titus Howard. Oh, wasn't that a, was he a tight end or? No, he's no he's a he's a uh, right tackle. Right tackle. Okay, that's it. But he was projected to be in the second round, but they drafted him in the first. I Everybody was like, there were so many better tackles available. Why yeah. pick him? I mean, he he ended up being solid. It wasn't bad. He got a bunch yeah. of pro comps to Dwayne Brown, which was also a Texan. And but, yeah, I there's nothing wrong with like dra- I think there's nothing wrong with drafting tackle after tackle in the first round because like oh, you yeah. saw you saw the Cowboys made their O line like that while passing on so many other guys, but they weren't reaching for another tackle. They were taking the best from available. Exactly. So that's that's weird. Another topic in the NFL would be Julio Jones reportedly have been wanted. He's ready to come out ever since Shannon Sharp called him on Undisputed. I'm out of there. So where do you see him likely going? So I think we cut it out last episode because it kind of got hectic. But before, yeah. like we said, it's the the Raiders are my favorite because it just seems like it seems like that's the type of team to give up what they want for them. But see, I was with you. The Raiders were my favorite until so these are the suitors that are wanting Julio Jones. New England, Tennessee, those are the top two. But mm-hmm. a lot have come out since then, like Oakland. Or not Oakland, Las Vegas, Las, Las Vegas, Vegas. Vegas. Oh, I didn't even realize that. <laughs> so you're just saying Oakland, Jesus, um, Las Vegas, Baltimore, Seattle, the Rams. Well, my favorite would either be the Rams or the 49ers. So the 49ers have other young receivers to throw in it that really wouldn't hurt them that much. Because, like, when I've seen the box for Oakland, it's been like, a second round pick plus rugs, which is like, I, I don't know if you really want to do that. Give up a young receiver who's got potential exactly. for Julio, but like, I, I can't aim off the top of my head, but Seattle has a pretty good receiving core with a bunch of young guys. So, like, Metcalf and Lockett, but the biggest deal with Julio is his contract is 38 million. So, the teams have to make some kind of moves to create cap space yeah. or to get them traded. Seattle doesn't really make sense to me because they need to put money in that offensive line. Like, yeah, the, I mean, that's great receivers. You could have DK, Julio, mm-hmm. and Lockett, but how much time is Russell going to have to throw to him? Oh, yeah. that's. I said the same thing whenever, like, they were trying to get AB because, like, he, he ended up going back to Tampa on a minimum contract. But, like, I think if he would end up going to Seattle, they would end up paying him more. And they I, – I don't get when you have that good of an offense already weapon-wise why you keep spending – when you need yeah. an offensive line, like, yeah, and I'm, I'm, I was surprised he wasn't moved by now. But Atlanta's asking price is a first round pick, and it's a lot of teams that don't want to pay a first round pick no. for his past performance. 
yeah, for a 32-year-old quarterback and coming off yeah, he, a he big injury. Eight, eight games last year. He had 700 yards. I think oh, was, that's still good for missing so many games. I think it was eight. Yeah. I can't remember exactly how much. It, it might have been less, I think. But what was it? It was like a foot or ankle injury? I'm not sure. But besides that, just missing all those games still had around 700, 700 receiving yards was still pretty good. Yeah, but, but he he also has a guy like Calvin Ridley next to him to kind of like take some pressure off too. Yeah, that's true. And, but so there was reportedly somebody offered a first round pick, which I don't believe it. I feel like the the news already be done, and he'd already be shipped mm-hmm. off that team. That's but, just leaked to make uh, other teams want to pay up. Yeah, especially because yesterday Atlanta came out and said that they're lowering their offer for a second, a hard second round pick, which is a pick that there's no conditions like playing time or yeah. touchdown catches yeah. or how many games played. They want that second round pick, even if he never takes a snap, snap with that other team. Yeah. I mean, their, their biggest issue is not wanting to pay the $38 million that he's owed. Yeah. They don't want to pay anything on it. So they're willing to lower it down to a second round pick to get out of it. Cause that's the mm-hmm. whole reason they're getting rid of him, Not because they don't want him, but they need money. Yeah. They, I, they can't even sign their draft class. Like they exactly. wanted to sign every person they couldn't with him on. So I think that's a real reason, but I don't know. My favorite, it's got to be the Titans or Patriots. It makes the most sense for them, honestly. Oh, yeah. Those two make the most sense, except New England would have to make the less moves to make it happen. Tennessee only has like 13 mil in cap space. Who did Tennessee? They they let a receiver walk this year, right? They had um Yeah, they let Corey Davis walk to New Corey York. Da- yeah, and him and Brown were a pretty good duo, so I can see them trying to get a duo. God, like that back. Seeing AJ Brown and Julio Jones next to each other. That'd be awesome. And having to face them twice a year. Yeah. I, I'd I'd hope he goes to the Patriots because now that now that Tom Brady's gone, I think I like the Patriots and Tom Brady more as a separate entity. So like I'd like to see the Patriots too good with Cameron Mac Jones. Yeah. And I think that'd be a fun team to watch. Um, as an AFC fan, I would like to see him go to the NFC. So I only have to face him once every four years. But <laughs> I would say Rams, Niners, and Raiders as the top three favorites. But bias aside, I would I would really like to see him play for Tennessee. It'd be really fun to watch. Apparently, Atlanta prefers to send him to the AFC. They don't want him to be in the NFC. <sighs> no, that sucks. Yeah. God, it sucks. I'm mean, happy for you because I mean that's one le- one good wide receiver taken out of the NFC. Oh yeah, and one more thing on that. Like, so how do you feel about the fact that Atlanta drafts Kyle Pitts? And then turns around and trades Julio. Isn't it like one step forward, two steps back kind of thing? I like, mean, yeah, but what else are you gonna do? You gotta sign your players. Yeah, but you like, can't just you can't just make up. You can't print your own money. But it also, in retrospect, COVID kind of messes us up because with COVID last year, the salary cap ceiling was so low. It was like a hundred, a yeah. uh, hundred and eighty. I think it's million. like ten million less than it was. Yeah, it went down ten million. But for if this happened next year, the twenty twenty two salary went up to two hundred and eight million. Mm-hmm. So this no. wouldn't have been a problem next year. No, it's just I, it's just awful timing for Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I kind of I kind of feel bad for that team and fans of that team because like they're they're, they're kind of they're kind of like if they could keep their team together, they're kind of in a Dallas Cowboys situation where they have this great offense and shit defense. Mm-hmm. And see what they can do with that, but they're not even gonna get the chance with Julio even. Exactly. I'm really shocked. I mean, I don't know. I was kind of hoping there'd be some kind of controversy when at the fourth pick they draft like a quarterback or something. I was but, expecting that too. Like, 
because I think he'd rather trade Matt Ryan for whatever you can get for him and see if he can have this rookie quarterback with I think I think that's how you win in the NFL. Like the easiest way is to have your quarterback on his rookie contract and all your money just invested throughout the entire team. So like I I don't think Matt Ryan's bad at all. I think he's yeah. I think he can get it done, but I think you're better off for the next five years with a rookie quarterback and keeping Julio. Exactly. I mean And you get a pick for Matt. If this were this works out for Kyle Pitts and ends up being a stud, then I think we'll look back and say that's a success. Yeah. They get Kyle Pitts a stud and then trade Julio Jones for a first or second round pick and just as successful, or they find themselves in purgatory again. I think Kyle Pitts, I'm I'm a Gator fan, so I'm hoping he turns out pretty good, but I, I don't have faith in Atlanta being more than eight wins this year, honestly. Yeah. Shout out, shout out them Gators, killer tight ends, Kyle Pitts. Aaron that's the Hernandez. best, best joke. Tim Tebow. <laughs> Forgot about Tebow. Oh God! He's, he's wearing number eighty-five. Everyone's saying that's an honor of a. Don't tell an honor. honor of, of Hernandez. I, I I don't think it's just a. It just that's funny. Oh my God! That's so funny. If it is an honor, yeah. apparently, hey Tebow looked didn't look too bad. Oh, he yeah. he looks jacked, and apparently he's making he's making some pretty good catches out there. I've heard so. Yeah, people are saying that he wasn't going to get signed. I'm like. Yeah, I, I feel like he's gonna make the final cuts. Fifty-two like man roster. Nigga, Apparently, that's, that's too much of a potential for trick plays. Put him at quarterback a few times. That's too much potential to waste. I feel like they keep him. Urban Meyer wants to use him in a uh, Taysom Hill type of role. Yeah, and so I mean, Taysom Hill can run, catch, and throw when needed. So, I mean, why not? If it's becoming popular in the NFL, you yeah. trust you trust Tiva more than anyone else with y'all's history. I. I don't get the outrage in it. Like I don't get why people are acting like acting See, like I can understand why people are freaking out and act like makes think making it a big deal because it's taken away from a young player's chance at making a roster for a washed up NFL player. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna say two it's opinions. Still fun to me. Two opinions on that. So like for one, mm-hmm. he if he does make the final roster, he's more than just he brings more to the table just than a third string tight end. Uh and two, if people are really that, people really feel that way about it. I, it, it was very quiet. Not many people said it. But Vince Carter, for his like last two, three years in the NBA, was always on crap teams, wasn't putting up great numbers, was just taking a roster spot for some younger player. So, yeah. I mean, it's a two way street. I think people are just, people are picking out, picking at this one. Just cause. Yeah. So it'd be kind of fun. Do you think maybe Tebow started a new trend? Comes out of NFL retirement. Other players, former players like Brandon Jacobs. Oh, yeah, it's all in it. Brandon Jacobs says he's no way Tim Tebow's a better athlete than I am. You're 38. Running backs don't last after 30. Yeah. Well, he wants he's to come back rare. as like a defensive end or something, doesn't he? Because he's jacked right now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's jacked, but he better not come back as a running back. The only uh, the only person that can make it past 30, which I don't know fucking how, is Frank Gore. But even if, like, t- so another thing besides being a triple possible triple threat kind of trick play, he also brings great leadership to a quarterback like a, yeah, like, like Trevor, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. like. If he if he can get if Urban Meyer and Tim Tebow's plan is to get that 
Florida Gator, what would you say, confidence or something like that in the locker room, that might be enough to sign him. Yeah, Hail Mary in the locker room, Hail Mary on the field. Let's go. All right, that's I think that's enough NFL. Then again, it's oh, been yeah. a slow week. So let's go ahead and transition on to the NBA. The playoffs, middle of the first round. There's some one team is done. I think it was the Bucks split Miami, which was kind of yes. heartbreaking. So I've got I've got kind of two takeaways from that. It's like my, Miami, I think they took a step back. They obviously weren't mm-hmm. shooting as well, but I think I think it also shows the Bucks might be a little more serious and better this year. I I kind of worry because they're going to end up playing the Nets in the second round. I kind of worry for a Nets team that has defensive issues how mm. they're going to handle the Bucks. I mean, that'd be fun to watch the Nets and Bucks in the second round. I'm just really sad because I really wanted Miami to win. I'm 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 big for the underdog, and yeah, Miami has a bunch of heart. Butler has a bunch of heart, but it makes you wonder what's Miami going to do next. I guarantee you, they didn't think they're going to get swept. Okay, Especially so them being a six seed last year and upsetting. Milwaukee in the second. Yeah, same situation last year. So what do you think about how that works? this? What do you think about the, the Harden trade that didn't go through? Yes, yes, they asked for a lot. Well, they asked for none, Hero mm-hmm. and Robinson, plus five first-round picks. But do you think this team is better minus those three players plus Harden? That's hard to say, really. Because because that would have shaken up so many things in the East. I, the Nets, Nets wouldn't be where they are now. Mm-hmm. Miami, there's no for sure way to tell. Because Duncan and Hero both have came up big for their team since then. Mm-hmm. Certain moments. So there's really no way to tell. I feel like I feel like they might not be in the playoffs. Really? Just for lack of lack of help. They had no they'd have no bench help. But also <laughs> that would have came before the buyout period. So all the players that were bought out would have probably chose Miami. See, that's exactly. They ended up getting Trevor Reese still, still, who ended up being one of their best players down the stretch, especially yeah, with Old Depot out. That's very hard to speculate with the failed Harden trade. That's that's too hard to speculate, especially since it, it was so early in the season. Yeah, and you know James Harden probably doesn't get injured for a good chunk of the year. And exactly, up... he missed what, double digit games. Oh yeah. Like the first time in his career, probably. Say, yeah, first time for in his career, he's missed double-digit games. He's he's one of the players that plays every game. But I think maybe missing double-digit games would be good for him because nor, normal James Harden needs in the playoffs. He just looks tired. I think yeah. missing all those games might actually help him this year. But, oh, yeah, kind of like how it helped the Lakers last year. You, yeah, exactly. So, real quick, so as we move on to kind of want to bring it up at the same time, the, the Nets – Celtics series. Did you see James mm-hmm. Harden had 18 assists last night? That's I haven't insane. really kept he, up with that series that much because I've, I feel like it was too easy for the Nets to win. So I've, I've, I'm pretty sure everybody locked in the Nets to win. So I just yeah. haven't paid attention to it. I've pretty much just been keeping up with the box scores of a lot of these games. Mm-hmm. And Harden, like last night wasn't one of his best scoring number games, but he's been shooting the best percentage on the team, like over 50% every game this series. Yeah. he's He's been the lead assister while like, 10 plus assists a game while everyone else has one or two. It's it's insane what he is doing with actual help around him, where he he's an efficient scorer, even when he's not scoring that much. And he's one of the best rebounders on the team, and one of the he is the best sister on that team. Yeah. But I don't know. I I think this shows a lot about 
I don't know, fanboying, but this shows a lot about <laughs> what what Hardy could have done with some real help. Do you know like, what Katie or how Katie and Kyrie both have been doing in that span also, or how the three have been working together? So they're they're taking on the, the they're taking on the bulk of the shooting, mm-hmm. but they're shooting worse. Like so like the other night Harden had like 41 and he shot like 70%. Yeah. And like last night they both had 39 and 40 something, I think, Katie and Kyrie. Yeah. But they both shot like 50% or less. So it's like when when Harden needs to put the team on his back, he's doing it and doing it more efficiently. Yeah. While also being a great presence on the court, assisting and rebounding. Yeah. One series that has shocked me a lot is Utah and Memphis. Is it 2 1 right now or is it 2 2? I think I'm looking at this. I'm looking it up right now. I'm not sure, but I expected that to be a sweep for Utah. I just don't think they took Memphis seriously. That game one, and they had Donovan pretty, Mitchell sit. Yeah, they had got Donovan Mitchell sit game one, and Memphis with the upset. I was it, it shocked me. Yeah, I was like, well, that's a that's a busted prediction already. Yeah, I I think Utah's the better team. Uh, I yeah, I, they're um, Utah's up two one right now. Yeah, okay. They're, they're planned day at eight thirty. Not watching that. Got to go to bed. <laughs> yeah, I'm not watching that either, but. Uh, I, I really don't care about that series. I don't think – obviously, I think Utah is going to beat Memphis. I don't think Utah's any chance. I think Utah – if Phoenix or the Lakers advance next week and then – I mean, the other three – I don't see them making out the second round. Yeah, I think they're, the they're other three teams – They're struggling too hard with Memphis. What, when they have a real challenge in the second round, they're not going to make it past them. The, the, this they, is going to be a hot take, but like – so there's six other teams other than Memphis – in the West playoffs, I'd say they're worse than all six of those teams. So whether the Clippers or Dallas wins, whether Denver or Portland, or whether Phoenix or Lakers, mm-hmm. I think they're worse mm-hmm. than all those teams. Yeah, I really, I just don't, I really don't understand how they climbed up to get the best, the best record. I really just don't get yeah. it. I, I, I get it. Like stern defense works usually pretty well during yeah, the but season. In a, but... in a seven game series, it's very easy to point out. The flaws. problems, with, yeah, the flaws of your defense and how to target whatever flaw it is. Man. I didn't know Donovan Mitchell was going to be back and healthy, looking so good. So my yeah. opinion on them might change a little bit once I see him start playing in the second round. But for now, I'm not, I'm not too excited for them. Has your opinion on Jaw changed any? Because he has been balling out in this series. So, I. Not not fanboying, but like I'm always going to go back to personal experiences. So when you see Jaw, kind of like the kind of like the only the only scoring threat on that team, like Harden was so many years on the um, yeah. whatever on on the Rockets. So when Harden put up 40 points and lost, he still choked. He didn't do enough. Yeah. But when Jaw does it and loses, it's like you know he's he's a great young player with the future ahead of him. It's like no, it's. It's the same thing. So he's either I good for Jaw. Yeah. I think he he's proven me wrong. But at the same time, fans and media is a huge hypocrite. Oh yeah. So the end of one series is probably going to end today. The Sixers and the Wizards. Sixers are up three nothing. I'm pretty sure that's going to end today tonight. They play at six. So watching a healthy Sixers team, that's actually just because I like I like the Sixers and I like Westbrook. I've been actually watching that series. 
a healthy Sixers team, that starting five is dangerous. That oh, yeah. that might be. I think I think that starting five is better than what the Nets trot out. What Embiid, Harris, Ben Simmons, and they got Curry and um, Jeff. Not Jeff Green. Uh, Gerald Green, right? Or no? Who who was Green in the half? There's a, there's like three greens in the NBA. Uh, Jeff Green's on the Lakers. Michael Green. Or, I, don't, I don't know. Or Jeff Green's on the Nets. I mean, uh, yeah, Jeff Green's on the Nets. He was the Green that went to. He was on the. He was on the Spurs. Then went to. Then went to Toronto. Then went to the Lakers. And now he's on Danny Green. Danny Green. There you go. God, that was bugging me. I think that when when that when that team's hot, they're by far. I think, I think they come out of the East. Honestly, I oh, think. Yeah, I, th- I wouldn't be mad if they came out of the East. They're a real no. fun team to watch. I also really like Embiid. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm Embiid's biggest fan. And I think easy, he's hilarious. Easy for me to support Sixers with Daryl Morey over there. Yeah, I and I hate the city of Philadelphia, especially come, when it comes to the Eagles and stuff like that. I'll say Philadelphia is the worst place on the planet every day. Mm-hmm. But I love the 76ers. They're a fun team to watch. Yeah, but I also feel bad for Washington because that team, that team had a good second half, probably the best second half, other than the Hawks, to make yeah. the playoffs. And that team just passed past Westbrook and uh, Beal. There's no one else on that team. It's yeah. just it's just sad seeing them out there. Another lopsided, uh, I guess you could matchup. It's not really much of a matchup. Oh yeah, it is. They're tied two and two. I thought Mavericks were dominating that. Oh no, Mavericks and Clippers are tied two two. Yeah, I could have swore. I think only the road team has won so far in that series. Oh wow! So Luke must be fun to tune into. Like, I'm stupid for not paying attention to that more. Yeah, Luca had his first bad game last night of that series, and it's kind of because his um he wasn't 100 percent healthy. Yeah, though. he's he's having some neck problems that almost almost kept him out. Apparently, it's pretty serious because it's like it's like his actual like. I don't think it's muscle. I think it's actual like spine neck yeah. issues. So that's pretty serious. I'm I'm worried about that. I think I think it, I want the Clippers to lose, and I think the Clippers shouldn't lose. So like, I don't know if it sounds weird. Of course weird. they shouldn't lose. They have Kawhi and Paul George yeah. along with a lot of other good pieces there. Yeah, they're just not meshing the way everybody thought they would. No, not at all. And I think they're kind of, I think they're in like blow it up territory if they end up losing the series. I, I thought if they got swept, I think that team would have fell apart the second they got swept. I'm surprised they won the last two games. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I was rooting for Mavericks sweep. Yeah. I, I, I picked the Mavericks to win that contest, yeah. anyways. But I'm I'm worried for the Mavericks right now because even though they're a rival team, I'm kind of like. I've kind of got like, what would you say, fanboy, kind of fanboying over their team right now. Yeah, and, uh, I want to see the upset over the Clippers, but with the Clippers having won the last two and them kind of getting a rhythm, I think they might end up. Might oh end up yeah. Over. All right, yeah. then we can move on to Denver and Portland series tied two and two Ooh, there. That that's been a surprising series. Let me. I'm gonna look up the scores from each game. I feel like either team can really win. That's just that's such an even and fair comp- or matchup. It's insane. I really like it. It's one. Of, it's been one of my favorite matchups. Oh yeah. But I still, 
I mean, I, I picked Denver in six. I I could see either ten winning team winning at seven. I don't think it's going to go to six anymore. What what did I have? I had Portland five, so that's impossible now. But just looking back at the past four games, so Denver or Portland won game one by sixteen. Then Denver won game two. Or no, wait. I'm sorry. Wait. They played in the last game of the season as well. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Portland won game one by 14. Denver won game two by 19. Then Denver came back and won by five, game three. And then Portland absolutely killed them and won by like, 10, 20. Mm-hmm. I, think, I, think, I think it was as much as 30 a little earlier in that game. So each each game has been felt pretty lopsided, like – yeah, oh, yeah. It's just it's really unpredictable. Yeah, I don't I don't know what's gonna happen in this. Another one that's that's don't know what's gonna happen, or at least whenever we're going into it, didn't know what's gonna happen. New York and Atlanta. I said what's my prediction? Let me pull it up. I said Atlanta and six. I'm changing to Atlanta and five. I thought Atlanta was a great matchup just from can't, the start. Can't really change it. I know, I think, but now they're going to win in five. I said in six, but I think Atlanta's just a good matchup. I didn't think Julius Randle was ready for the moment. Yeah. Uh, I think they match up good with two good bigs in John Collins and Capella with Randle. Um, but it's kind of to prove my point on this, because I'm pretty sure I said it last episode that Randle would get not shut down, but he'd have trouble with who's on it, the Hawks. And okay, cool. And right now, Julius Randle, the series has shot 21 for 69, which is 30%. Before last game, he was shooting 24%. So from your number yeah. one option, he's just been flat out awful. And it's I'm I'm glad to see Rose getting meaningful, good playing mm. time. Yeah. But Randall has let that team down. Yeah, he has. Big I had New York, New York at six. I felt like it was such an even matchup going in because I felt like it was going to be similar to Portland and Denver. But Atlanta, just, they've proven that they're the better team in the situation. I, I, I think it's because I think Trey Young is definitely the best guard on, from both teams, even though mm-hmm. Derrick Rose has been playing insane, better than anyone would have expected. But I think just Julius Randle versus that front court of Capella and Collins, you just – yeah. It just kind of kind of neutralizes the situation there. No matter how good he plays, you got. Yeah, let's move on to the last matchup: the Lakers and the Suns tied two and two, and it has been nothing less than a thrilling series. Okay, so real quick, because I know a lot of people, especially on Twitter, are saying there's a back and forth that Lakers are winning because the injuries, and that the Suns are winning because injuries. So game one, Phoenix won when Chris Paul was barely could barely dribble a ball out there the second mm-hmm. half. And so, so they won a game with their team injured, even though LeBron and AD aren't 100%. Then games two and three, the Lakers just took over, won what felt pretty easily, and with Chris Paul still looking bad. And then... Game four, Chris Paul kind of gets back in his rhythm, and then AD ends up missing the second half, and they take that game pretty easily. So to me, I think this series has been perfectly even when it comes to injuries because Chris Paul 
is just as valuable as Booker, honestly, with what he gives that team as a leader and as a scoring and passing threat. But I'm not taking the LeBron's that injured thing. He even came out late season, like before the playoffs started and saying like when he said he wasn't a hundred percent, he meant that like he's not in his prime anymore. He didn't mean that he's still hurting from injury. He, he came out and clarified that, but people are still saying he's injured. And then AD, of course, AD gets injured again, which is, you know, it sucks, but it's no different than when Chris Paul got injured and Chris Paul's been playing through his injury. So it's, it feels pretty even to me. I'm not going to say either team lucked out and won this because of injury on the series. Yeah, I, just, I don't know if AD could play through that because it's a grade one groin strain. I don't know if you have a stranger groin, but I have it. Yeah. It just hurts to walk. Yeah, that, that's usually a multi-week injury in any, any Yeah, sport. so I, really, I don't see him going back to this contest. Yeah, and, and if he doesn't come back, then I don't see the Lakers making it making out of it. No, and – they said he's unlikely to play in game five just a little while ago. Yeah, which I think is tomorrow. I want to say game five is tomorrow. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't – with AD going down, I, I just don't see Lakers making it, making it out of the series. And if they make a first-round exit, they're I feel like they're going to be really likely to just blow everything up. Not by choice, but they have a bunch of free agents. There's only three players with guaranteed money. And it's LeBron, AD, and Catavius Caldwell Pope. <laughs> then you got Schroeder. Mutual interest, but Schroeder declined a four-year, eighty-four million dollar yeah. extension at the beginning of the season. He he wants he wants a max or something like that. Exactly. I feel like he might go to a team like New York. There, there's been a bunch of links. Oh there. yeah. So Lakers also engaged on trade talks around Kuzma before March. Mm-hmm. Caruso becomes a free agent. Harrell has a player option. Jason Kidd, their assistant head coach, he's more than likely going to leave because he wants to be head coach again. So there's mm-hmm. a bunch of bunch of factors playing in at the end of this season to where they might be a whole new Lakers team next season. So when you say blow it up, do you mean just like gut the gut the supporting cast? Or do you think AD and LeBron might end up getting traded or something too? Oh no no! They, no. It's like they re rehaul the supporting cast, kind of yeah. like okay. Hate always bringing up Houston as a example. Houston every single year. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like whenever Harden couldn't make with somebody, the whole surrounding cast, supporting cast, would be replaced with new people. Yeah, and so because they also go, I didn't mention, but Drummond, he's obviously a free agent, oh, he's yeah. bought out and signed, but and Drummond's already getting a bunch of shit from the fans. I wouldn't want to be there. Exactly. Um. I, I, I can see that happening, especially because, like, the Lakers, even one healthy, they, they had a better record before they all got hurt. But um, they, they weren't performing like you think. I think, it, surprisingly, like, the players that got rid of, like, Dwight Howard and uh, who, who else they that walk? Rondo. Um, I think they brought some experience and veteran, uh, veteran help that they're really missing this year. Because, like, did you, did you say Rondo? Rondo and Dwight Howard. It's about the people that they lost. Yeah, they let walk. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought you, I thought you meant this people you talk about people that they had. I'm like Rondo's in. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, he's not. No, no. He, he Ron- got traded to the Clippers. Yeah, he's in L.A. Yeah, he's yeah, in LA he was in Clippers. Atlanta. Yeah, I forgot um, about that. Blue wheels in Atlanta. Yeah, so like, I think, I think the Lakers team would be better with some more veterans and maybe a completely different cast if they choose to go that route. But uh, 
Yeah, I mean, Kyle Lowry, I think, is a free agent next year. I can see Kyle Lowry going to L.A. I hope not. <laughs> Why? I hate... <sighs> Everybody gives him shit because he's old. He may be old, but he's a thick, thick I, boy. I, but he can but... play. He could still play. He's being, He was being held back in Toronto towards the end of the season because they wanted to give the younger stars more time, so they kept using the injury excuse. I'd rather see him go to, like, Miami, who needs a better point guard. Drogic is good, but he's not good enough, yeah. especially with age. Or even, like, the Clippers, who obviously have some point guard issues, then, versus, then going to the Lakers, who are always the favorite no matter what. Yeah. Uh, but if there was even rumors of him going to Philadelphia, I think that's weird. Like Ben Simmons getting taken out of that point guard role, even though he's not a good shooter. That's kind of weird to me. Yeah. It's going to be something to keep your eye on at the summer. The good Lakers but, team. But this, uh, this, I think this free agency is going to be really fun to watch. Oh, yeah. I've got one more question for you about the Lakers. Though. So if the Lakers do pull it off, do they beat? either Denver or Portland next series? Do you think they have a chance? If AD is healthy, maybe. But if AD is still out with a groin injury, then no. No. You said Denver and who? They'll, they'll play Denver or Portland. Oh, Den- oh, next Denver round. Portland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's Denver, no. Because that they have no size besides Drummond. The size of Denver would, would oh. heavily outmatch LA. That, that's one thing I wanted to bitch about, too. That AD prefers to play power forward, but that's fine and all, especially during the regular season. But when you get into a seven-game series, he's got to get over it and start playing uh, playing center because yeah. that that in a, in a league that's going smaller and smaller, that's forcing your team to play big because you got AD at power forward and someone like Drummond or Bigger at center. you got LeBron, who's already a big point guard, whatever yeah. he's playing. That, that, that puts your team at a disadvantage. In a seven yeah. series. But. Yeah, especially because Jokic is more athletic than Drummond. Oh, yeah. At least in my opinion, obviously. I mean, he's, he's more than likely going to be the MVP this year. Oh, and something funny, just because I love pointing out little things like this. So I think I said it in a previous episode, or I said it to some friends, but, uh, you know, AD's stats were either identical or worse than someone like Christian Woods all years. Yeah. Christian Wood. Even though they both missed tons of games with injury, they were both better before injury. And their stats are either identical or worse for AD. But something I didn't know, because I saw some stats from uh, Olenek after, because like apparently uh, Miami really missed him this playoffs. Uh, his stats were actually across the board better than AD's. So the Rockets really? had two centers. I mean, I know, I know stats are... Stats aren't, say, stat, stats, stats aren't everything. Houston, not to mention, who do we have to play right now? They just threw anybody out there. Like, oh, hey, yeah. make, make it look like we're not obviously tanking. Yeah, stats aren't everything. But it's just yeah. it's funny when you see some people who act like stats are everything. In some arguments, I will say stats are everything. But it's funny to see two guys on the Rockets put up better stats than AD all year. I just think it's kind oh, of Oh, yeah. When AD is supposed to be a top five player. I, yeah. But, With Sounds and Lakers still on the topic. I felt like this was a really weird way to show us like some kind of incentive. But the Timberwolves mm-hmm. sent D'Angelo Russell and Jalen Noel. Noel, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. I don't know. He 
barely know him. They set up to game one of the Suns and Lakers to show them what it would be like to play in a hectic playoff domain or environment. That's a weird way to show incentive. How about you build your roster better? Yeah, that's like... How about you coach your team better? Not just ship off your players to go watch yeah, two other that... teams play. It's just... I, f- I feel like that's so stupid but, for them to do that. That's kind of weird because, like, you're 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 a few steps away from ever having to deal with that situation. No uh, joke. I mean, like, they got... D'Lo's nice. He just... He had a sh- bad injury this year. You have Carl Anthony Towns who missed a lot because of COVID. Like, the Timberwolves aren't that bad of a team. They're like one no. or two pieces away. No. The Don't... Timberwolves are the biggest mess of talent of talent in all of sports, in oh, my opinion. It, it, yeah, in all the sports and the history of all the sports. It's just been, it's been look at what they did with Kevin Garnett. Look what they did with Kevin Love. It's just oh yeah. yeah hopefully just... with new new ownership in town, it'll change. Mm-hmm. But that just felt like such so stupid. Invest, just invest in your players more, not oh, not yeah. send them out to a game. That's not how you invest in them. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't think that's well, helping anyone. If I if I got sent out to go watch that, that would just piss me off. Like, you want me to watch this shit? Like, I understand. We were yeah, it's season. like it's like I get it to an extent. Like, oh, I forgot they have Edwards too, Anthony Edwards. Yeah, why wasn't he sent out? He's okay, also who, a young upcoming star. Like, why just send out them two? If you want to make an impression, send out Anthony Edwards also. They're not gonna yeah, they finish with a third worst record. They're not gonna be poverty forever. They have a good young core. So, like it's a team it would make sense good. for is like the Warriors, who barely missed this year. They yeah, have a, have a lot of young role players. Maybe have Curry take yeah. them out and be like, hey, this is what it likes when we get there next year with Ray Thompson back. This is what yeah. it's gonna be no, like. See, that, that makes better. sense. If yeah, if, if if the Warriors did that. They would have had already had a bitter taste in their mouth because they missed the playoffs. So mm-hmm. that would just piss them off even more and make them come back next year, like yes. ready to play. Don't send the third worst team in the league. No, that's just yeah. too far gone. It, it, it just doesn't make sense. It 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 doesn't it doesn't make that team better. Which is no, no, funny. it doesn't. But uh, do do you want to talk about the uh, about the new owners for the Timberwolves? Or do you want to save that for another time? Let's just save it for next week because I can go yeah. on a rant about that. That 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 opens a Pandora's yeah. box to we'll, a lot of different possibilities. We'll get Gucci in on that too. Yeah, yeah, we'll need Gucci in that. Okay. Uh, do you have any? Do you have anything else in NBA? Or... Uh, uh, name top ten players off off the dome right now. Off the dome. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my Some god. Random. Okay, Nothing so I'm not. No. We could we couldn't study or nothing. So off the dome, just try. To okay. Top 10. So I'm not doing any Positions order. Doesn't matter. No, I'm not doing any order. Nah, bullshit. Um, no, in order. In order. In Ten. order. Oh, yeah. Make sorry. yeah, make it tough. Mm. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> that uh, spot there. <laughs> okay. Okay. Put myself I'll... on the spot because now I'm sitting here thinking like, oh fuck, what do I do? Okay, I'm gonna do <laughs> James Harden one. KD two. Oh God, I hate you. Embiid three. Joker four. Luca five. Uh, three six. Dame seven. Jesus Christ. See, I'm I'm just lost. Uh, who who would be after Dame? 
Giannis eight. Is Booker topped in? No. Kawhi Leonard nine. Who's ten? Who is ten? I'm leaving people out. I'm not even going to ask you or help you because I don't want to be part of such a shitty top ten list. <laughs> I mean, oh I, my! I did. God. I didn't want to give a top. I didn't want to sit here and think about stats and everything. So I'm just. I really just put them out as I think about it. It's okay. honestly. Yes. It's honestly not top ten. It's honestly not. That is so. But um, Trey Trey Young ten. Trey Young ten. Jesus Christ! <laughs> did you did you list Embiid? Yeah, he was three. I quit listening after three. Oh, no, I guess I didn't quit listening. I quit listening after three. Did you? Did, I'm trying to think anybody else you may miss. Did you list LeBron? No. Um, LeBron's not top ten. I'm trying to think of somebody. I feel like we're missing somebody that should have been listed top ten. Oh, well, we'll see on mine. Picking the number one is the hardest. I would say, if healthy, I would say KD at the top. I would say if if all the players are healthy, I'm doing a top ten based on healthy players. I'd go KD one, Jokic two. Shit, this is hard. Why did I do this? See, that's why I said no order. Take take them with no yeah. order. I, I mine's not an order. No one, no one, no one bashed bullshit. me for putting Harden. Duh, Harden's probably, not one. I'm I'm bashing. Well, you Harden. know what Harden is one. I'll say if Harden's one. I know you will. You suck him. You suck him so hard. I mean, um, yeah. oh, shit. So we're gonna go. Katie, Jokic, Steph, Embiid. I'll throw Harden in at five. <sighs> rough. This is rough. Absolutely rough. Um, let's go Dame at six. I'll go Luca at seven. Giannis at eight. I'll say, I didn't say LeBron, have I? I'll say LeBron at nine. Number 10. Number 10, number 10. Oh, shit, 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 shit. This is really hard without looking at, like, I, I need to look at least some logos or something because it's so hard yeah. for me to think a team. I, I've got the head. playoffs pulled up still, so I was just looking at the bracket. Oh, man, I'm trying to think. You want me to start throwing some names out there for you? <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't want your toxic ass to touch my list. <sighs> Trey Young's too high at 10. I'm trying to think. Let me switch out Trey with Chris Ball. I forgot about him. And he's, Chris Ball's not to, Jesus, just shut your mouth. <laughs> Why did I even... You... Not the, the, the fact that making this hard... It's not what I regret. I regret doing it to hear your ass list. Oh my god, I'll throw, I'll throw Booker at ten. He's fun to watch. 
mean, I'd say Chris Paul is better than Booker, honestly, just because I think he brings more value. More, more yeah. than, I don't know. But yeah, my list was ass. I, I'm sorry, everyone. Yeah, that was. But I, 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 I could sit here and argue some of the people, but <laughs> I'm not gonna. If anyone has any issues with my list, let me know, and I'll. Uh, we already had I'll a few listeners. Now you just got rid of like the little listeners <laughs> that we had, bro. Yeah, they're like I kicked James off. Just Hunter and Gooch, or Wiz. I'm glad to say we're gonna move on from NBA. Yes. To talk about a quick hit of the MLB. Congratulations to Albert Pujols for becoming the fourth all-time extra base hit. Gooch is happy. Yeah, Gooch just happy. Had to give him a little Pujol praise when he's not here. Yeah, he. he Sorry, passed Babe Ruth for fourth all-time in extra base hits with 1,357, and he's only behind Stan Musial, which is third place for. I think he's 20 behind. Yeah, 20 behind. Oh, he could pass that this year. Yeah. I was going to say Gooch should be pretty happy because Pujols seems to be a pretty um, solid player in that rotation. So, like, at first he was a little worried because he's trying to go to a game this year, but he wasn't sure how much playing time he'd be getting. But he just wanted it off the Angels. He just wanted it out. Yeah. That's all it was. And then a quick little depressing hit. The Astros have been in a, a very bad skid. They've won two of the last eight, swept by the Rangers. 1 1 loss, 1 against the Dodgers, and only 1 1 against the Padres. So I'm not going to overreact. The Padres and the Rangers, or not Pod Rangers, the Padres and the Dodgers, two of the best teams in baseball. Um, still got a lot of pitchers injured. Pretty much the last week, we've been uh, calling up all our injured pitchers. They're playing their first game back um, from injury. So. And they've been mostly pretty close games. Uh, our closes are a big issue, you know, choking games late. So we really need to uh, maybe at the trade deadline invest some closers. But, you know, the Rangers are some games you should win. But then again, those are mostly uh, late losses or extra inning losses. So it's like they, they hurt, but still, still in the first half of the season can't be too Yeah. Bad. Yeah. Um, any MLB things you want to talk about at all? I can't, it's kind of slow right now. Yeah, it's kind of slow. Yeah, um, nothing really. Just what do you Ta- know when the trade Tati's deadline hot. is? Oh, Tati's insane, He's right? Now. It's in July, I can't think. It's like middle of July, I want to say. You know, I'll say one thing about MLB is that, um, when I won the NBA championship, fantasy championship, I wasn't paying attention to the MLB. No, it was like second to last whenever, like three or four weeks ago. Three or four weeks I've been trying. Um, now I'm in fifth place. So my team is hot, and I'm coming coming in to be the double champ, MLB and NBA, all in the same year. Anyways, <laughs> I can't say the same, but uh, let's go and move on to listener questions. I think we only have like one, maybe two rowdy this week. He asked, who would be our predictions for NBA, NFL, and MLB champions? So, are we including this, like, current NBA? So, current NBA and the next year – current MLB and the next year's NFL. So, current NBA, I'm going – it's going to be hard, but I'm going to say it's whoever comes out of the East. I think it's either 76ers or Nets. 
are winning. I would like to see it be the Suns, but I don't think they get past either of those teams. Yeah, I'm trying so hard to think and say that the Suns are going to win. I'll, I'll stick with the Suns. Mm-hmm. I'll take Suns for NBA. Uh, but I think it's for sure going to be one of those three teams. Net 76. MLB, I will say. I'm looking at the right now. I would say it's either going to be the Dodgers or the Padres. I'm leaning towards the Padres. That's exactly my answer, and I'm leaning at Dodgers because that team only got better for last year. NFL, NFL is very hard to think or to even predict. God, because none of the, none of the 53 rosters are set. Uh, <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> Houston Texans. No. Uh, damn it, that's a hard one. I don't want. Really, I don't want to be. A uh, kind of bold prediction is I don't expect the Chiefs to make it. Yeah, I don't want Stills to either. Here. Although they have a better line now. Um. I'm going to say the NFC side, whoever comes out, is going to be – I'm giving four teams a chance in the NFC. It's going to be the Bucks, the Rams, the 49ers, and just as my, my, my hopeful self, I'm going to say the Cowboys. So really I, three. I will say it's going to be out of the Bills and Rams – Bills and Rams, that's not bad. Um, yeah. AFC, I can't, I can't see wait, who's wait, coming wait, out. Bowl prediction. Bills and Rams. Way too. Bills Rams. I want to ask this again next week. See what Gooch thinks. Yeah, but I'm, uh, I'll, I'll ask it again next week. A little tidbit. Gooch's three, but I feel like. Yeah, I'll think about it more. I would say the Rams. Uh, Rams are a really nice team. But I'm saying don't sleep on the 49ers, especially if Trey Lance if, – if Garoppolo can stay healthy or if Trey Lance ends up being good. That team is stacked. That team was putting up fights even in the games they lost last year with C.J. Beathard as a quarterback with her entire defense on the IR. That's a deep team. That's a good team. So do not count the 49ers out. I hate the 49ers. I'm a Cowboys fan. But yeah, don't no. count them out. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm counting them out. I don't think no. they'll turn around that I, the 49ers or Rams are going to be at the top of the division. Seattle's going to be three. Cardinals four. The whole NFC West is tough. That's probably the toughest division now. Cardinals are for sure last in that division. Oh, I don't know. I would say Seahawks or Cardinals are last. I think Seahawks win 10, no matter what. That, that's going to be a 3-10 win division. Yeah. I, 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 really, I really can't sit here and say like a now right winner. Who, who, you know what? I hate the team. I hate the team. But watch if they get someone like Julio. They've already done a lot to make themselves better. God, don't say it. Don't say it. I'm not saying the Patriots. Is that who you think I'm saying? Okay. Okay. I'm saying the Ravens. No, I wouldn't mind that too much. I I wouldn't mind it. I see something that's really weird for me. Is that like one year I can love a team because they're the underdog and they do really good, and the next year I hate them because they're no longer that underdog. So like I loved, I loved, um, 
I love Lamar's MVP year. But yeah. last year, I, f- I hated the team. I did not want to watch him. I didn't want to see him win. Every loss made me happy. But that's funny because that's how I am with Giannis. I used to be like his biggest <laughs> supporter. And then once he got big and yes. everybody like rode him, I'm like, fuck this guy. I hate him. Now. And, and after he's been dragged to the dirt last yeah. season and this season, I kind of, I kind of glad they, they kind of wiped this, the heat there. I like seeing it. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm very flip floppy on the underdogs and teams I like. Just like, just like I hate Patrick Mahomes. I hated being at the top of the league every year. I think that's it. That's an everybody thing. But, yeah, it's only because we're real fans. Like, if, if it was the Cowboys in the top every year, you who you would oh, be pissed. Oh, no. If it was the Texans at the top every year, I would definitely not be pissed. The Cowboys can be. Although, I will say right now, bold prediction that the Texans will not – they'll not be in the bottom ten. But I just want you to know that I have had to watch the Cowboys go from the best team to, like, one of the worst two years in a row. Like, or two, two times. They were 12 and four one year, tied for the best season in the league, their best record. Mexico Roma breaks his back, and we're like four and 12. And then we were three, 13 and three with Dak, the best record. And then we're asked the next year, like seven and nine. It's the worst feeling in the world. Let me ask you something. Have you watched your team be up 24 to? Three, I think 24 3, 24 nothing against the Kansas City Chiefs, two games away from the Super Bowl. You don't see choke. Even worse. No, no, let me let me finish. Let me finish. Choke. Lose. And then you you think that's gonna be a good momentum to build on. And then March comes around and breaking news. Houston gets David Johnson. I'm like, oh cool. Got David Johnson, he's gonna be a great running back. Ten minutes later, they're like part of the trade, DeAndre Hopkins is gone. What? Two years or fast forward a year later, Deshaun Watson wants out. Do you have you seen your team lose two generational talents? No. So, you know, honestly, I'm gonna say no. one one of the worst things about that you left out was that the Titans had already beat the Ravens. So yeah. y'all were y'all were up 24-0 with home field. Or yeah, with, home with field the, against the, the next Titans, round. which which we already have. A good thing against the Titans. Yeah, so that, that's the hardest part. But my my playoff was for NFL. I've seen the Des caught an issue in a game where, um, at halftime before the Packers uh, put put up a field goal, um, there was a catch that wasn't a catch that the rest didn't review within two minutes. So it's like, you know, it it just hurts. And then. The NFL comes out later and say, oh, that was a catch, so we're going to reword the rules to make sure that's a catch next time. So, yeah. literally, we have to beat the Seahawks. We already beat that year, who the Packers should have beat. They were up big and choked late. We're probably in the Super Bowl that year, if that's a catch. Same so, same here. Houston yeah, the yes. And then I've, I've had to see two other losses. Dak's rookie year, uh, down big like in the second half to the Packers. Of course, it's always the Packers. And we crawl back, tie it up. It's a high-scoring game just for Aaron Rodgers to roll out and throw it to some no-fucking-name tight end on the sideline. Makes one of the greatest catches I've ever seen on the sideline from a tight end. And then kick a field goal to win. The field goal goes like that. It's like, oh, I missed. And no, it doesn't. That broke my heart. And then Watson's th- rookie year. No, 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 I want to match you. Watson's rookie nope. year took the league by storm towards ACL. Next. Okay. I'm, 
I'm gonna get back to that. That's actually I got a funny story about that. Um, Next, I'm showing you that I'm just painful, if not more. Next, the Cowboys start off bad one year, trade for Amari Cooper after we get blown out by the Titans, I think, and go on the best run in the second half of the season, make the playoffs, win first round against the Seahawks, and then we're in a tight, close game against the Rams. And you know who runs it down our throat? to lose the game not todd Gurley, fucking cj anderson who's been out of the league for a year runs it down our throat for us not to get the ball back and chance to win the game those are three pretty heartbreaking losses in the divisional round that's pretty funny but i was actually i was at buffalo wild wings my father-in-law went to sean watson towards acl and he was pissed oh i was at work and i came around the tv and i was just shattered Dude, he he was like, he's like, what's the point of even watching? Like, well, when 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 an injury like that happens, it's just like your season's done. You don't like you have to be lucky, like the Eagles were. I had to watch to... and talk myself into watching Tom Savage. Tom Savage, God, that was. I can't believe Bill O'Brien even ran him out there week one as a starter. He liked his white boys. I can tell you that. God, well. God, Tom Savage. I, oh, I can't think. I, of I guess. Episode. I guess all these depression is a all, all not not depression. These depressing topics is a good transition to our highs and lows, and we keep on to some lows. Uh, what do you have for lows? Um, uh, only low really is summer school started last Thursday, and it's already kicking my ass. Yeah, it's uh, intermediate statistics, so it's just hard ass statistics. I feel for you because I. I don't. I don't want to go back to college, but I dread the idea of it. So yeah, it's just summer one. It's just it's a whole semester. It's a whole semester is what four months. It's all shoved into one month, four weeks. God, so four awful. weeks and one semester. So each week in this it, one month is like a week, basically. God. So, so it's just nonstop every day. Yeah, it's, it's nonstop. But every Monday I have an exam. Every Saturday and Sunday I have things due. Awful. I, yeah, it's, it's not fun. I always purposely skipped out on those mini semesters when I was going to. Oh, that's not a mini semester. Mini semester is two weeks. Oh, is that what it is? Shoved in two weeks. That's a mini semester. I almost did one of those one time, and I was like, "Let me take that out." No, I'm not oh, doing God. that. The only way I could do a mini semester is if I did not have a job. If I could just sit at home and do <laughs> just, work just, all day. That's, that's a good idea. I'm just gonna my next year. I'm gonna take my two weeks vacation off and just do two weeks of school and come back. Yeah. That's a good idea. Well, no, a mini master, that's two weeks. So that's 14 days. So that's almost like two weeks equals one day. Two weeks of college is one day. God, how can you even? How, how can you that's even? That's just on average. I'm not, I'm not sure how accurate it is, but that's just I average. I'm going to take two weeks off of work just to fail and waste $1,000. <laughs> I had a buddy take, I think it was astronomy in a winter mini master. He made an A, and I'm like, how the fuck did you do that? Astronomy is fun. I took a high school astronomy class. Now that was a fun class. Oh, I don't know how hard it'd be in college, but and I have, a, I have a summer class in July also, so I'm taking intermediate stats right now. Then I take business law in July, so that's gonna be cool. So you're taking two, two one at a time. Yeah, yeah. You could do so. There's two. There's you could do summer one, which is May 27th through June 28th. You could do summer two, which is June 30th through July 30th. Or there's an option you could do for this, the entire summer. So instead of one month, it's two months. But that's 
fuck that. I, I didn't do that. I'm just lazy. I'd rather just get the, do the one month to get it over with. Do not yeah. do another class. Yeah. I feel like it'd be easier taking one class at once versus two classes at the same time. Yeah. Respect for you for that shit. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. I got one year left. I'm out. Well, the only level I have this week because it has felt insanely slow sports wise. If the yes. playoffs, I still don't care. The only team I seem to be having fun, the only teams I'm having fun getting behind right now is the Hawks and what would I say? The Suns, probably. Yeah. But other than that, I, I don't care. I don't care what happens in any of these other rounds. Like, I, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Uh, the only series I like because I don't matter. I don't care who wins out of. It'd be fun to see either or win out of Atlanta or New York. Same thing yeah. with Denver and Portland. But I, I really want the Suns to win. I've been a huge Suns backer. Yeah, I've I've always liked Devin Booker and seeing Chris Paul go over there, but it just I, I the beginning of the NBA playoffs kind of like sparked that joy in me again. Yeah. But now a week into it, I just I kind of get that feeling of just I don't care. I don't know if because the Rockets aren't in it because they made the playoffs eight straight years. And I'm trying so, to think, so, so DeAndre Ayton, he was in the same draft class as Luca and Trey, wasn't he? Yeah, he was a safe pick. Could you imagine? Luca and Booker, that'd be insane. I mean, Aiden's living up to—he's living up to be a good player. Like, oh yeah, was, I, a I, safe pick. If Aiden can keep being good, maybe that team walks away with a good, maybe one championship. I think you could view the Aiden pick kind of like a Keem Elijah one pick because mm-hmm. no, no one knocks the Rockets for taking a Keem before MJ. But you know, if yeah. Aiden if Aiden keeps just getting better, playing consistent, and they get something out of it, I mean, I don't think you knock them for it. Exactly. But one thing I want to say about about something I thought of, because like as I've been a Rockets fan, I think we've been eight seed, we've been four, five seed, one, two seed. Like um I think we've been every seed at some point. Yeah. I, I in the past eight years, I don't think we've I think we've been at worst five seed, other than that one time we were the eight seed. Yeah, eight um, seed that we played who we played. Warriors. So yeah. that was the only year. I knew we were going to lose. I didn't care. But even when we were the four or five seed, I always expected us to – I always expected us to win or make a run. Like, I always had faith, even if, like, I knew there were teams better. There were four teams, three, four teams better than us. Yeah, there's and, only two series I had such high faith for. And it was – first one was Rockets and Blazers. That game six oh, by Dave yeah. ended it. That hurt so bad. I cried. And the other one was after Chris Ball pulled his hamstring. I'm like, well, if we can at least, at least squeeze out one game, We're we'd have him back for the championship. And no, that was painful. Yeah, it's it's that's one, it's, of, the, that's one of the biggest sports what ifs. But like right now, bias out of the window. The the reason I bring that up is like right now, like looking at the playoff bracket, the Hawks are a deep team. They're they're ten ten players deep. And that's mm-hmm. with Cam Reddish still out. They're have great guards, especially in, in uh trays. Is, is DeAndre Hunter still out or no? I think I think Hunter's playing. Cam Reddish is still out though. But it's it's with Achilles soreness. It's not yeah. like he I think he's healed. I mean Hawks have a deep team. But then they also have a great front court of uh Capella and John Collins. Mm. So honestly comparing them to the Sixers, Bucks and Nets like and especially because they were way worse first half with their old cushion they were second half they're better oh, than yeah. the record i seeing them like it's not crazy to me to think they upset 
the, oh, like yeah. it, it would not be crazy to me if the oh, no. Hawks somehow made the finals. Oh yeah, I feel like they're a dark horse to make the finals. But, not only the Eastern Conference finals, but the actual NBA finals are a dark horse. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know. That that just I kind of got reminiscent thinking about them of all the times we were the four seed and lost to the Blazers and things like that. And I don't yeah, know. I, I think that's why I don't care this year because it's just. Because even no matter where your team is, you have hope for them. Exactly. If they're in the playoffs and just this eight straight playoffs to this just feels empty. Yeah, let's go from negative to positive to our highs. My only high this week is that I rewarded myself for making all A's and I bought myself a switch. Clapped by me and Smash. I'm not even going to go into that because I clapped you in Brawlhalla, but... Yeah, nobody cares about Brawlhalla. Nobody cares about Smash. I, I really only bought it because Pokemon. I fucking love Pokemon. And I, I, wait, I need November to hurry up and get here so I can get the... I think... I can't remember the, what the, called the, it. The new Diamond, Diamond Pearl. Pearl. Yeah, there was yeah. like Dazzling Diamond or some shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited I'm for Diamond those too. Because I like Dialga way more than Palkia. Same but exact then, thing here. I, don't, I still don't know if I'm going to buy The Legend of Arceus. That, that game's weird. Uh, it comes out in January. I yeah. get it. I don't know. I'm, I'm a big my, Pokemon nerd, and I'll, I'll probably end up buying them both. So I'm, I'm just feeding for some new games. Right yeah, now. Th- my next purchase is going to be Let's Go Eevee. I'm going to get that, and then I'm going to get Sword. Those Let's Go games the... are awful. Not really. I mean, it's, just, it's a remake of Gen 1. No, it's like Pokemon Go mixed into... Uh, like, you don't even fight, barely. You don't? I, not, not that I know of. I think like most of the time you're just catching shit. Oh, if it's just catching shit. I'm so not buying well, it. Well, well, watch, it, watch <sighs> some gameplay of that. I'm just going to ask my friend. My friend has Let's Go Pikachu. That's why I'm getting the opposites of my friend. That way we can trade like exclusive. Uh, back. That's why he has shield. I'm going to get sword. You know, even though even though I like um, Diamond better, I might get Pearl just to do that when that game comes out. So, you know, I really wish that Omega Ruby... And Alpha Sapphire was on Switch. Not just Pokemon. I wish. Why? How hard is it to make games like that? Just remastered, like all the old Pokemon, old Mario's, old Zelda games. Like, I don't know. I, I would. I would love to play all those versus the new ones. Make them sixty bucks. Make them full price. Still, I don't care. I'll play the old games I used to play when I was a kid. Yeah, don't I don't don't it. improve the graphics. Give me the same graphics. Just put it on my Switch, and well, I'll give you full price. Because you know how Switch, if you if you do that monthly thing for Switch, mm-hmm. uh, the Nintendo thing, that you can play old Super Nintendo games, Nintendo Entertainment System, like, you yeah, can play old games. I'm waiting for them to add Game Boy on there, dude. I'm I'm gonna be for GameCube for or 64. I'm ready. I'm ready for those because you can, even though they're remastered and they're on there, but you can also play them online. Like I think, yeah, you can play Mario Kart online with people. The old Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. See, like, cool. but I don't even need remastered. Just I'll pay full price for what Majora's Mask. That's an old Zelda game I used to love as a kid. I'll pay full price, sixty dollars for it right now. You wild. I mean, it's a good game. You, go to, you can go to Game, game Exchange and buy it for like five bucks. Yeah, but then I also got to get, also got to get it, the console to play it, which I don't have. Oh, true. Yeah, Never like I, I've got a Switch, an Xbox, an old DS, and a Game Boy Color. That, those do are my systems. Any, do they have any Zelda games on there? Any Legend of Zelda games? They they oh, remastered Twilight Princess, which I never played, and there's a no, new no, Zelda no, game. No, I'm talking about on the throwback part of the Switch. Oh. They might have that old 8-bit one. Uh, I thought about thought about downloading Donkey Kong Country. Yeah, 
you know, fun, fun old game I play on my Switch is uh, my wife likes it too, is the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy. Oh, really? I, yeah, we that, that game is pretty fun. That's the only okay. downside of buying a new console is that all these games are super expensive. And I want to buy every single one. Uh, especially something like the Switch, where it's so convenient to have the games downloaded versus bots. So you don't have to switch out the little thing all the time because it's a portable thing. You don't want to do that. But you're exactly. paying full price for the digital version versus going and buying a yeah, used only, cartridge or something. The like only that. cartridge I plan on buying is the one I bought now, Animal Crossing, because my girlfriend likes it. She loves Animal Crossing, so we'll just switch out our cartridges. See, I bought Animal Crossing just to um, just for my wife because I, I try to get her into gaming more. Yeah, and like I'm like you know it's something girls like. Let me get it for her. She, she doesn't give a shit. <laughs> She's like, ah, I'm not. She's like, this is stupid. <laughs> My girl likes it because she gets to build her own island. She likes yeah. decorating, doing stuff like that. So my wife just likes some Mario Kart. Yeah, that's fun. But I I get too aggressive at Mario. Oh, Kart. I will I will cuss somebody out in a heartbeat because my... you don't know pain until you're in first place, like ten feet from the, the finish line, and somebody passes you. I get like I get like jumpy whenever I play games and stuff, and my wife hates it. Like yeah. the other night we were playing Smash online and i was like every time when i was about to be knocked out or was about to knock you out i like jump and she's sitting there trying to sleep she yeah. was pissing her off another if i don't get a pokemon game next i will buy mario party because i've always loved mario party game i haven't bought the new one but the new mario odyssey is actually pretty fun yeah that, that was a fun thing about those two i don't know there's a whole bunch of games that i want and i just, I just need I need y'all listeners, and we need to get more listeners so we can monetize this, and I can buy me some games. We're a long way from that, but uh, I know. But still, right. let's let's, I, let's try to get some more listeners so we can get sponsored. I I, 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 would, I just want some more active listeners. You know, send in more questions, uh, yeah. talk with us more, follow us on Twitter, of course. But yeah, I well, I think that that's. Do you have any highs? No, no. I mean, it, it's just been a slow, average depressing, week. Depressing ass week for you. All yeah. right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well. That's it. Thank y'all for watching episode six, I believe, of the Below 500 podcast. Of course, you can uh, listen to us or watch us if you search Below 500 on Apple, Spotify, or YouTube. And you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok at Below 500 Pod. No spaces. Thank you all for tuning in.